Well, hello. This is a little bit novel. Um, we are starting a strand run along with our Dragot Diaries podcast series, Life Stories from a Postcode. Um, and we like to, well, at the moment we're calling it Support Local Talk Local. So it's going to be a little bit of chat. We're going to have a little bit of music. We're going to talk to people locally. We've got businesses. And the glory is I get to play with my a really close friend, Katie, uh, Katie Popel. Don't even Katie know. Perry? Oh, okay. A celebrity plug. <laughs> I love it. You're such a good friend. I've already forgotten your name. <laughs> Uh, but I believe it's Kaylee Popel. It is, it is. Um, Kaylee is, um, she, she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. And you did a rather wonderful thing on Sunday with your family. Tell us a little bit about that. I did. We had a cake sale organised by my daughter, Roxy, and her best friend, Keris, um, raising money for Guide Dogs UK. Thanking you very much. And um, obviously, I'm a guide dog user, for those of you who, who are not aware. I have a wonderful guide dog called Jackie. So how much did you raise? Over £500. No. It was a huge success, despite the, the dodgy weather we had to deal with um, and, uh, and the, odd, the odd dog and cake mishap. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I should explain to everybody. Uh, my, I, she's a Labrador, my, my Jackie. I also took along my retired guide dog, Daphne, who's also a Labrador. And, um, and Jackie has a, a tongue like an extendable lead. So we had this, didn't we? We had, we had a press photographer there, didn't we? we? We did, yes. And just as the picture was being taken, Jackie just started sneaking straight towards the chocolate brownie, didn't she? And up went the tongue. Yep. Along the table. Yep. Straight to the chocolate brownie. Yep, yep. yep. And yep. then what happened to that chocolate brownie? I think it might have come your way. What I love about friendships and disability, everybody, <laughs> is that they think, oh, well, she won't notice. We'll give her... <laughs> Give her the doglet brownie. Thanks very much for that one. I shall install that one in my brain and get it out later to be used against you. But that was amazing. Oh, it was. It was good. And you've become a bit of a celebrity. I've I hear, become a bit of a celebrity. I'm hearing a lot about Somerset life. Well, Tell thank us about you very it. much. And I hope you know I, when you came in and you said, "Oh, I see you in Somerset life." You rather kind of rudely said, "Oh, you're not page three, but Kelly, I am actually page." 65, 66 and 67. Yeah, nice centre spread. I love it. Thank you very much. With some very nice photographs still available, everybody, if you want to pop along to your news agent. Yeah, that came off the back. It was really interesting, actually, because I, on April the 10th, I, I was invited on Saturday Live with the Reverend Richard Coles and Nicola Beddy, and that's for Radio 4. I was only meant to go on for a couple of minutes, but they phoned me the night before and said... Um, would you mind stepping in? One of our main presenters has um, had to, not presenters, one of our main contributors had to step away. So uh, so I went from a kind of a two-minute slot to a sort of 20-minute slot on live. Talking with... about bras and oh, yeah, bear grills. Oh, yeah. and, oh, you did very well. You Thank did you very well. much. And Reverend Richard Coles had never heard of a sports bra. I should say this was all about a, a rescue where I was out on a, because I used to work with bear grills and all that lot. And uh, I got rescued. And the only reason I was rescued was because my bra was substantial enough they could pluck me out of the water. <laughs> And lie me on the side of the river. But I was so professional, I just carried on as if nothing had happened. I was saved by a beaver dam, which always makes everybody laugh. Beaver dam. And yeah, beaver dam. I was saved by a beaver dam. We're talking about beasts. Tell me about Draycott Beast. I'm hearing so many rumours about some kind of black... Oh, wait. Actually, is it Jackie? <gasps> Okay, 
I can dispel this. A nice segue, by the way, from Beaver to Beast of Rodman Moore. Hardly a crack in that Smooth, one. smooth, smooth, <laughs> smooth, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, well, this is very strange. There's been sightings, because uh, we live um, in uh, Draco. You live just outside Cheddar, don't you? And um, just to give people a speck on our geography here, that's my cockerel in the background. So that adds to the country feel. But we have the most beautiful Mendip Hills behind us and then we're out to the Somerset levels. But somebody out on the, um, I think it was out on the levels actually, saw what they thought was a black uh, cat, panther, whatever you want to call it, some sort of um, animal of prey of a size. But um, people try to take photographs of it and... um, and couldn't well, of course, there was the Beast of Bodmin Moor, which has been well documented. So this has been called the Beast of Dracot Moor, but as yet, nobody's had a photograph of it. And no, I can confirm it is not Jackie, my guide dog. <laughs> but it's quite likely there are um, big animals out there, you know. Well, but- if it's the Beast of Bodmin Moor, it's travelled a fair distance for um, for our strawberries. Well, it has, and we do, we do the best we have the strawberry capital of the world. I mean, I can only say maybe it popped in the bicycle carriage at the back of the train, therefore got a quick up, you know, from Bodmin to, to Western Supermare, probably got, you know, up there. Um, that wouldn't have taken too long. And then, and then out. Just popped, just out popped out on there. Popped, <laughs> popped in the bicycle carriage, popped out, and off he, off he set onto the, to the moor. So um, we'll have to come back and, and, and um, confirm about that, because actually I'm not really If anyone's sure. seen it, I, I would love to hear or see some evidence. Yeah, I think we want photos, don't yeah, we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. but don't think you can take a photograph of your black Labrador because it won't it won't wash. But you would need to do that onto the Dragot Diaries website where, can I just say, people, you can leave uh, written messages, you can also leave verbal messages. If you leave a verbal message, you never know, you might end up on this chat show, which would be lovely because we want feedback, don't we? So should we play some music at this point? Yes, why not? I can't think of a reason, except it's written here that that's That's what's coming next. In the running order, that's what's coming next. next. (laughs) But this is rather nice, though, Katie, because this is my brother, Hugh, Hugh Trithowen, who is a composer and music arranger, and he does all the music for Dracot Diaries for the podcast series, which a lot of people have contacted us and loved. So we thought we would uh, showcase some of his music. That's yes. what we're going to do now. Now, what are we going to listen to now, Kayleigh? The song is called A Little Love Song. Ah, Seems like bargains are coming my way Oh little, little, oh little In between the aisles of frozen peas Fairly near the bins of those things you don't need There you were, all alone, shopping back on the phone, that's when our eyes first met There was I, standing there, by the cheap underwear Wondering what colour to get Paisley We fell in love in littles today 
Three pence a bag, but we paid anyway. Think of the savings when we come to pay. Oh, Littles, Littles, and Aldi. Then just like the movies, we all started dancing. Time in slow motion. I took your hand onto the dance floor. Everyone waltzing through the bananas. Managers, shoppers, and checkout girls. We fell in we love. fell in littles by chance. No more shopping, we've come here to dance. Look at the discounts on modern romance. Fat littles, littles, and Aldi. I fell in love in littles today. So much cheaper than Sainsbury's, they say. But when I turned around, you'd gone away. Oh, littles, littles, and Iceland. Thank you very much for that piece of music. And just to remind you all, it is called A Little Love Song. Now, you can find it on Spotify or YouTube at any time. I think Hugh's got about four albums out there at the moment, and it's in his songs album. There's many others there, so I hope you enjoy it. Warren's Hill, Car and Commercial Limited. Honest, reliable vehicle repair and servicing right here in the Cheddar Valley. Read our five-star reviews on Yale.com. Call Cheddar 01934-709-652. Okay, coming up next is Joy Sindri. Joy has recently started a new business called Chasing Rainbows. Welcome, thanks for coming in this morning. Now, Joy is my neighbour, so she doesn't have to come very far. I had a, I've got a little chest of drawers that my sister gave to me eons ago, and it's it's I've loved it. But it's very broken down, and um, I heard that Joy has, was setting up a little kind of, oh, let's say, little home industry where the, where she was doing sort of um, some decoration. So I asked her to come over, and she has painted my little chest of drawers and has put the most beautiful piece of wallpaper on the top and distressed it. And I tell you, it, it looks absolutely wonderful, and I love it, Joy. So, Joy... Um, Tell us a little bit, you, you call yourself Chasing Rainbows, is that right? Yeah, because I started doing it in lockdown, um, just as a little hobby, something to do. My husband also uh, acquired a lot of Urkel furniture, which at a later date after I painted it, realised it was worth some money. But before that, I didn't like the colour of it, so I thought, I've got to do something with this furniture to, to be able to sell it on. And I came across these Annie Sloan paints um, in lots of different colours and it's got quite addictive it really has got addictive um so yeah I've gone from a few items to even more items um now this this furniture that you sold was there not also because you know in god knows <laughs> have I fallen over enough times when I've been making my podcast but didn't you have a piece of furniture that you you did something to and then you found out actually that it was it was um was was a, a brand that shouldn't have been painted was worth a lot of money in its own right that's right it was one of these Urkel chairs <laughs> that had come down from London ah. and after looking it up on marketplace or, or looking it up to find out how much it was actually worth it's um determined by the a sticker okay. um there's a sticker on the bottom of the chair that tells you 
when it was made. And uh, if you've got these stickers on your chairs, then they're obviously worth quite a bit of money. So, um, yeah. So you went and painted I, it? So I painted it, yeah. And I took the sticker <laughs> off, and then after I found out it was worth some money, I stuck the sticker back on again. <laughs> yeah. And did you sell it? No. I've got one painted in white, if anybody's yeah. interested. Oh, okay. And I've got one au naturel. Oh. So I've got the pair. Oh. Yeah, if Just mention the name again. It's, uh, it's an Urkel. Oh. So it's English made. Oh. Yeah. So oh, yeah. they were very, very common in this country. And, um, yeah, they're quite sought after. They've come back into fashion. I should know that from my years on the roadshow, but I never learned to think about antics. Never in ten years did I learn anything about antics. I was so busy moving people around. I never really concentrated on what was going on. So, Joy, that, that was that. So, what has given you the idea? You've, you've obviously, I mean, I really mean it. What you've done to my chest of jaws is phenomenal. Well, that's very kind of you to say so. So, what, um, have you always had skills in this area? And why? Was it because of lockdown you started doing yeah, it? Yeah, it was or? because of lockdown. I, I found myself having more time. Time and I found it quite therapeutic actually. There's nothing more satisfying than painting something that's old and giving it a new life and turning it around and uh, seeing people enjoying their furniture. Yeah. Right. And it's particularly good because those that haven't got a lot of money at the moment, you know, you can upspin it and everybody's happy. We had sort of a couple of days together of coffee oh. and stuff like that. I did nothing I'll tell you. Anyway, you don't really want a blind woman getting a... I thought you sorted your drawers out. I did sort my drawers yeah, out, actually. Yeah, um, and and and, um, and I had lots of um, old costume jewellery because mm. one of the things you do, Joy, is uh, tell us a bit about that because you put these boxes together that you Oh, I up. am a hoarder. I, I do hoard. Yeah, but and for charity. Yeah, we do the shoe boxes um, at Christmas the shoebox appeal with the church and we pack up these shoeboxes that go all over the world really and there are lots of older girls out there and young women that would appreciate your jewellery so along with some um I want to say sanitary towels that's not quite the right word but along with toiletries for young yeah. women well, you know that I'm we sure take for granted think. we take for granted and yeah. so yeah. I might this year yeah set myself a challenge of doing it for the young women so you know I might put a a purse in there or some earrings or some yeah. jewellery because as you said yeah. you know one for one person that you know yeah. I'd look at I mean when we're saying jewellery guys I'm, I want to know there's bits of you know there was any glass jewellery and stuff like that but it's lovely to know that I mean because that's a bit like your business with the with mm. the furniture restoring mm. I mean it's all about recycling all about upcycling yeah. recycling and mm. also as you said giving sharing and, mm. and giving pleasure because you have to, to remember these people have absolutely nothing so is so, it going across the world? It will Joy? go across the world, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love the thought of that. Now, Joy, if somebody's sitting home uh, listening now and thinks, oh, gosh, I've got an old bookcase or stuff and, you know, I'd, 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 love, to, I'd love to get it sort of, well, let's say joyous again. How, how would, um, I know, we'll talk about how they contact you in a minute, but what would be the process? Would you go and see them and have a chat with yeah, them about what they would want yeah, to do? Yeah, because at the end of the day, I need to know you know, whether they want it to stand out as a piece on its own or whether they want it to blend in with the furniture that they already have. You know, there's this process that we call distressing, which isn't for everybody's taste. Um, you know, so I can distress it and make it look old, but then, you know, you might want it to look a bit more sort of newer. Well, why not? We just, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be a bit newer. <laughs> 
Chasing Rainbows. Breathe the sunshine back into your furniture with our local restoration service. Call 07854 845 361. There is proof um, to, to our listeners that even as we speak, Joy Sindri is... Joy, could you just hold on one minute? Oh, sorry. That's all right, love. I know you're trying... I know you're doing... Yeah, we yeah, we can. We can hear you in the background doing a little bit of whatever you're doing with my bit of furniture. Well, we'll get back. We'll only be a couple of minutes, Joy. <laughs> so there's proof that she, she's working. She doesn't stop. She's never stopped. So she's never stopped. Yes, so... <laughs> Um, I've got, uh, I'm recording tomorrow the development manager for the AONB for this area. That's Area of National Beauty, um, Tim Hazelden. And he's he's our kind of mended warden, basically. He knows everything about flora and fauna for this area. Um, what's this about you dressing up in some kind of bee suit? Oh, yes. Well, that's not for Tim. I think he'd be... <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be a bit disconcerted if I turned up for the interview with a guide dog in a full bee suit. I think he might wonder what's going on. Yeah, I'm recording um, a, uh, a, a another one with a, uh, with a gentleman in the village called Nick Boyd who keeps bees. And um, uh, myself and my sound recorders, Jeff Farney, who's also going to edit the programme, uh, we have to dress up in full bee suits. And we are going to do the interview around his seven very active hives. I've done a recce. Um, Jackie Dog, my guide dog, who obviously comes everywhere with me, um, was less impressed because the bees were chasing him. But he lives in this beautiful, it's a wildflower meadow and, and it's just heaven um, in this village anyway. But it just kind of, it was like something out of a feature film. Mm-hmm. There we were in wildlife meadow with Jackie doing a very good impersonation of a beast of Pompey Hall, even around the field. And uh, Nick and I getting stuck into the beehives, you know, and he, he just is passionate. So I've got that one coming up. And then after that, I'm trying to fit in a holiday. I'm going up to the Western Isles of Scotland with Jackie. She's going on an aeroplane for the first time oh yeah she doesn't exciting. have to go in the hold or anything she comes yeah well um joyce come VIP. Back to, yeah joyce uh your husband's pilot's name for easy um and we just dragged joy back she was half sanding her um i to the next piece Diggy. i was doing your wardrobe i know you were doing my wardrobe <laughs> we're trying to <laughs> record a radio program but... <laughs> we never knew this but we thought this was never going to be easy but it's just it gives it color joy it gives it color <laughs> So anyway, so uh, yeah, Jackie, dog's coming on a... On a on and how a about caving? Oh, caving, yeah, thanks for asking about that. I've got that one coming up too. That, that concerns me. Why? What, a blind... Blind woman down lady cave? going caving? Nah, never no? let sensual loss stop you from doing anything. It's a good thing about accessibility and disability. There is no such thing as... Can't. It's just about want and finding an, another way of doing it, just navigation skills. I mean, whether we'll actually do it down a hole, I don't know, but we'll certainly do it around that area, you know, because it, it makes it more fun for me because when I'm doing the interviews, rather than doing it in a static table situation, it means that it, you just kind of get a 3D feel for it. I mean, obviously, oh, the listening gets well, stuck it, in. I think it comes through the, the microphone. So, guys, I think we should wrap it up. So, um, thank you very much indeed, everybody, for listening. Huge thank you to Kaylee Popel. Uh, my friend and amazing graphic designer and website designer. So uh, you can get hold of her as well through the through the website. Just let us know. I can guarantee she's fabulous. And then Yay. Joyce Sindri, who we've been talking to about her new cottage industry, um, who I think we have proof is working as we speak. So it just leaves me to say thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. See you then. Bye.